the 920 KBEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920kvec.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911. Talk 920 and FM 96.5 KVEC presents the Pismo Beach Today Show. If it's happening in Pismo Beach, it's on Pismo Beach Today. Now, here's your host, Anita Schauer. Oh my gosh, it's Sunday. Good afternoon and welcome to the Pismo Beach Today Show. My name is Anita Schauer and I am your desired radio personality. Today's guest is our very own Lee Rubin, the creator of the syndicate column, Strips Rubes. Please stay with us. You're going to be delighted. Let's talk briefly about the sponsors of the show, Robert Robert, who is Dr. Electric, because your electrical health is his main concern. Miss Etiquette, teaching manners to children and interested adults. And of course, Diamond Jewelry and Loan with Bobby's spectacular location in Santa Maria, California, Miller at East Main, phone 805-314-2028, 314-2028. And remember, they are closed on Sundays and Mondays. And what can you find in there? What may you find in there? Musical instruments, beautiful jewelry, sculptures, paintings, statues. Oh, and then they have things that I really like, air compressors, Apple AirPods, and all kinds of games. Jim Dritzes of Dritzes and Company for your accounting needs and tax and accounting questions. Bruce Van Vork of Finn's Seafood Restaurant on the beach at the end of Grand Avenue, Grover Beach. And thank you to Bruce for always hosting and supporting the Five Cities Homeless Coalition fundraisers. And we'll have one in March there you have Five Cities Homeless Coalition Golf Tournament. We'll give you the date soon. And sponsorships are welcomed. Dr. Dan Kopp of the Kopp Dental Group with Dr. Dan Kopp, Dr. Mike Roberts, and Dr. Alina True, 543-5321. 543-5321. And I give Dr. Dan Kopp my highest rating for 2024. 500 trillion. Five hundred and fifty-five billion, five hundred and fifty-five million, and super non-stop gajillion. And I thank Dr. Kopp for my beautiful smile. Thank you. Pismo Dice with Pat McCann, wonderfully delicious wines available at Cal Fresh, Five Cities Drive, Pismo Beach, Costa de Oro, Wine Tasting Room, Santa Maria. And we want you to know that. There are limited amounts of Pismo Dice objects because they're limited right now. We're going into a rebranding campaign. You want to order something, please email Pat at the following email. PismoPat805 at AOL.com. PismoPat805 at AOL.com. Do that, please, and we'll find all... We'll find about, thank you, we'll find all about the rebranding campaign as soon as uh, Pismo Pat tells me, which would be wonderful. We want people to know. 
Sierra Body Shop, Grover Beach on beautiful South 4th Street. These professionals are all you need for the care of your vehicles. They will give you a courtesy estimate on your vehicle repair. And they'll give you a ride in their courtesy van. What could be nicer than that? So we want to say hello to Mike and Butch and Johnny. 805-481-3855. Number 805-481-3855. A Royal Grandy Home and Garden where you will find Miss Terry keeping everything in order along with her son. What a nice family. 1578 West Branch Street. 2,000 square feet of retail for home and garden featuring lawn and patio furniture. They have little areas now inside that great big store. There's things for the patio, things for your lawn, things for your deck. Everything. It's wonderful. 805-779-3080. 779-3080. And we welcome Doug McMillan with his three fine restaurants on Price Street, Rose's Restaurante, Ada's Fish House, and at the north end of Price on the water side, you'll find Vista. Information on the three restaurants, including parking hours of operation, if you may eat outside, inside, or both, 773-0551, 551 and Roxy Buchanan of the Natural Toolbox at the Pismo Outlets. Be sure to visit Roxy 10 a.m. daily. Go in there and see what 172 artisans can bring your way for viewing and purchase. And remember that Roxy knows all about doTERRA essential oils, which are also for sale in the store. And we welcome Kautz's Chevron on 13th at West Grand Avenue, Grover Beach. Remember, the station is all you need in service, beverages, gasolina, car wash, food, sweatshirts, everything for the beach. Elizabeth Head Insurance Services and her Farmers Insurance Office, West Grand Avenue at 9th Street, Grover Beach. So find out the joy of owning an umbrella policy, which we're going to hear about soon from Elizabeth Head. Give her a call, 805-481-5324. 4815324. And Brenda Auer, wonderful human being, crackerjack, realtor, and a lover of the sea. Brenda will help you find the perfect piece of property on the Central Coast. 805-801-6694. Number 805-801-6694. And remember, her office is located in the heart of the village of Royal Grande. And Splash Cafe. Remember to go online while you're waiting in line. And read all about Splash products, which may be delivered to your home. Including their world-famous clam chowder. Their award-winning cakes, which I may now, can, will, shall attest to. And baked goods. Yes, you can buy uh, baked goods. And they will deliver them to you. And of course, their famous spices. Do this, please. So much fun. So good. Grocery outlet in Royal Grande, California with Haley and Michael Testa. Remember to visit and shop 
grocery outlet first. They are first with best prices, best selections, surprise items. You know, they have slippers in their bedroom slippers. Yeah, they do. Beautiful plants and a wonderful wine selection brought to you by Jeff. And remember, the Tessas live right here in the five cities and our fabulous community supporters. Chevron 76 Station, Five Cities Drive. Nicest people on earth work there. Go in there and see Buddy Holly. Please stop by and say hello and make an appointment to have your vehicle serviced, or better yet, have your tires checked. You may need two new tires. I did, and that's where I got them. And they're right here for you, and they're right there for you. So do this also. Kristen Becker, Certified Divorce Coach. With a divorce, where do you want to be? And how do you want to get there? You have to find Kristen Becker, Kristen at divorcecoach.com. And Kristen will provide you with the guidance and compassion and support through this difficult time in your life. And that will clear the way for healing and financial independence. Did you hear that? For you and your children. Okay, thank you, sponsors. Always check the activity guide. Any questions about classes, prices, hours of operation, call Colleen, Pismo Beach Recreation, 773-7063, 773-7063. And if you want to know which activity guide is now available to you, it's winter, spring 2024. And remember to visit all our beautiful parks in Pismo Beach. Pismo Beach City Council meetings, the first and third Tuesdays of every month. So what are we looking forward to? First and third Tuesdays, one, three, first, March 5th. Get there at five o'clock and get yourself a seat in the front row to see the mayor, Wagi, and the city council, and Jorge Garcia, city manager. It's wonderful. You learn a lot. And thank you for staying with us. We really appreciate it. What else do I want to tell you? Girl Scout cookies available now. Be supportive. These are your future leaders. It's so important. Wow. Check the Chamber of Commerce website for what's coming up. What's coming up? Farmer's Market in April. We'll find out from the city and the chamber when it's going to start in April, usually on Wednesdays. And what else do we have? Beach wheelchair is still available to you. Call the Sandcastle Inn on the beach. Find out. 773-2422. 773-2422. Free of charge. Thank you to Lisa and all of her volunteers that clean up the beach, the pier plaza, and the pier. Every Sunday, rain or shine. I don't know what they do about the wind. But anyway, they're there at 8 o'clock, and you may join in. It's wonderful. They pick up all of the gum in some very strategic places and cigarette butts, which should not be there because there's no smoking Pismo Beach or the outlets. And as Ben Fine tells us, if you must sneak a smoke, take your butts with you. What else? Grover City Grange, our community next door. Next breakfast, March 3rd, 8 a.m., and remember, their annual community yard sales, April 20th, spaces are $25, and there will be a barbecue. San Luis Symphony, next symphony, March 2nd. And I know people in Pismo Beach 
have tickets, so be sure you show up there. Clark Center Royal Grande. Lots of exciting things go online. Get your tickets. I told you about Girl Scout cookies. I'm telling you again. Buy the Girl Scout cookies. $6 for a box of cookies. Array of shapes, flavors, and names. Very important. Muy importante for the Girl Scouts. Okay. And that's what I have to tell you. And look. You know who's here? The very important local celebrity, Lee Rubin. How are you? Um, I'm here. I've been, <laughs> I'm patiently waiting, and and now I'm in. Here we are. We welcome you to the show. My gosh, I haven't seen you in a, quite a while. No, I, I haven't gone anywhere. Well, I have gone a few places, but most of the time I'm here. And you, may I say, you are in Napomo, is that correct? I am, yes. Isn't that a lovely community? It is. Yeah, Every, I love it. Everything's very close by. That, and it's such, <laughs> it's still country. Yeah, yeah, including the lots and lots of all that rain that has now helped my backyard get very tall weeds that are very green for the moment. So, <laughs> are they going to meet their untimely demise? I hope so soon. <laughs> Is that something you do? No. <laughs> I, I have in the past, and I don't want to do that anymore. Oh, I see. Yeah. We've done that, so now you have someone else do it for you. Yes, yeah, someone more capable. Oh, that's that's a nice way of putting it. So yeah. I believe I saw you. I believe originally we met on the Rick Martell show. Is that correct? Do you wow, remember that, that? Yeah, that must have been like 1999 or 2000. That's right. Yikes. What happened? Where'd that go? Well, that's what my brother always says to me. What happened to time? I said, time just passes. That's yeah. all. Yep. But you have benchmarks. You've, you have things that you've done a, along the way. And when I saw that Rochester was a great part of your, of your life right now, Rochester, New York, I said, ah, you must be from New York, correct? Uh, yeah, that had nothing to do with it. But yeah, I'm <laughs> originally from Queens, uh, Kew Gardens, but I moved here a very, very, very long time ago. <laughs> Not by choice. It was my parents, you know. <laughs> well, sometimes we have to go with them. Yeah, we do. Yeah. And may I ask, are you an only child with all this talent? No, I have two talented siblings. One is a musician and one is a veterinarian. Well, that's quite an array, isn't it? Yes. One of, them made, one of us made a really smart decision. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> I'd like to thank my sister, the veterinarian. <laughs> well, I, that's such an honorable profession, isn't it? Yep, yep. It does have its uh, wow rewards. Let's put it that way. Wish it was closer. I'd go to her more often. But oh, so you have pets? I have a I have a rescue uh, pup that we got in October. And you love this, uh, is it a dog, a cat, or a turtle? Oh, it's <laughs> uh, it's a big, most gentle uh, Aussie shepherd uh, that uh, just such a sweet, sweet uh, dog and gets along. One of the, the tests was, will he get along with our granddaughter? And oh, it is just wonderful. <laughs> it's really something to see, isn't it? The, the, the love and compassion that goes back and forth. Oh, yeah. He's very tolerant. 
my gosh. Well, is there a cartoon in that? I'm sure there there will be if there hasn't been already. I, I don't I don't there's some there's humor in everything. You've just gotta sometimes wait for it to manifest. Well, you have a grifted us with 20 books or is it 21 now because thank you very much for think like a cartoonist is this the 21st book uh it could be that or the 22nd i don't know but oh this God. is this to me is my my crowning achievement <laughs> so far i mean i'm very very pleased with how it turned out after uh, four years in the works um, it's, it takes time to uh to write a book <laughs> it takes time for to have 45 contributors plus me oh my write God. a book. <laughs> right. I, so I've, I've, uh, I opened it yesterday and I think I'm three quarters of the, of the way through it. It's uh, enticing to say the least. Yeah, it was, uh, it, it uh, became, the idea was, was hatched in 2019, Jeez. right before the pandemic. <laughs> well, that's good. Okay. So you had a start. Yeah, I mean, I don't think it really would have mattered much, but it 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 created uh, an opportunity because a lot of people couldn't go anywhere, <laughs> so they got certainly had time. That, that's not my dog. No, it's my crazy dog. Okay, sorry. So, so people had time to contribute. Well, you just uh, did you send out an email and say this is what we're going to be doing? Oh no! We, you want to know the actual story? The yes, I do. Okay, so in 2018, I was asked to be the cartoonist in residence, the first ever at uh, Rochester Institute of Technology. Yes, and, which is a absolutely wonderful place. If it's in the Henrietta, correct? Yes. If you notice, it's the see the orangey letters. Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, it's my favorite shirt. Um, and Gosh. I wanted to. I visit a lot of classes, talk about creativity, um, uh, where inspiration comes from, all sorts of classes, from engineering to cartooning to, you know, I do public events there uh, as well. And I wanted to do something more uh, substantial than just, you know, something that would be lasting. Uh, so I asked the Dean of Liberal Arts at the time, uh, could I meet with their publisher because they have a, a university press like, you know, Harvard or Yale or whatever. And he, he set up a meeting and we met and I kind of pitched this idea. Like I, you know, I have accumulated, I don't know if you want to call it wisdom thoughts on creativity for many, many years. And I would like to do a book about it, something of value to students and faculty or actually anybody. And he said, well, why don't you, um, Oh, gosh. Why don't you, uh, like, you know, a journalist, get, if you can get a journalist to go out and get interviews for stories for for people, how they've used creativity in any number of ways. Uh, and the book, I'm going to tell you, the, I have a rocket scientist in there, former cardiac nurse. That's right. Uh, a couple of other cartoonists. Uh, really, there's not that many cartoonists, and there are only a couple. It's, it's uh, my, you know, there's all sorts of, like, interesting stories how they solve problems or came up with unusual solutions or created an art piece or changed their attitude about something to look at it differently in a in a different way um so there was no budget for me to hire a journalist because you know they got to eat too um that's and, very nice of you to understand that yeah well so i became that journalist and uh over the course of a number of months 
I reached out to 150 people that I had to know personally and had to have met personally. Uh, and, and this goes all the way back to, well, I mean, of course, my one of my siblings contributed and also kids from elementary school all the way to people I have just recently met. And the only there's only one person that I haven't met in person, but it's OK because we we spoke by phone and I know her family. <laughs> she, oh, she's okay. in Hawaii and I, she would have offered to have me come over to, to do the story. I would have been happy to do that. <laughs> Uh, so all of these are very personal stories that uh, of of just really incredible creativity. And there's a cartoon paired with each one. And I have a number of my own chapters in there as well. So, it's it's wonderful. It's a little Bible. Yeah, I'm not going to claim that it, it, it's, it's that important. Um, <laughs> but but if it sold half as well, I'd be really happy. Well, then <laughs> we're going to aim for that. Okay, good, good. And in, in between all of your cartooning and art and thoughts and interviews and speeches and public engagements, you actually are a degreed individual. Uh, don't tell anybody, but I never finished my advertising arts degree. <laughs> <laughs> don't tell me. This is, of course, we're going to edit this part out, right? Yes, of course we are. Oh my gosh! I'd like to, I'd like to think that I don't I get some kind of honorary doctorate or or, or bachelor's or associates for uh, doing the being a cartoonist for almost forty years. Of course you will. We just have to let people know. Okay, good. And that you will you'll fly to whatever destination you need to be to walk that walk. Correct. I'm, ha I'm happy to do that. Yeah. All right. And I will take you to the airport. <laughs> that would be great. So I also understand you're going to be the keynote speaker at the uh, Rotary District 5240 convention in uh, San San Luis Obispo. Is that correct? Who told you that? I didn't well, tell I'm, anybody that. I'm on the committee. <laughs> oh. <laughs> wow, I didn't know. Yeah, I am. I, I, it's very cool. Uh, what it, it's uh, I, I'm looking forward to. It. That's I think it's it's October 25th, or it's not really open to the public, is it? They should, but well, yeah, you know. anyone can go. Uh, you get a okay. special badge if you're a Rotarian, but it certainly isn't closed to the public. And oh, this is, is right? the first time they've had a district assembly. I can't even believe it in San Luis Obispo. Can you imagine? And at our world famous Madonna Inn. Yeah, no, I, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I'm I'm already thinking of what I'm going to do. I just don't want the year to go by that fast. Oh, uh, I understand. Yeah. Okay. One of the one of the uh, arrangements I have, you know, for every, you know, the the of course you know since you're on the committee the the Rotary. You maybe you can explain this about for every dollar donated to the Rotary for polio. To wipe to conquering polio, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. That's right. Uh, donates three. Correct. So my book will be offered to anybody there, and half the half of the profits. That's not like you know, it's half of the profits that of after my cost. Of course, uh, I'll, it will be donated to that cause. Oh, that's wonderful! Thank you. We're going to give you a little little white tablecloth on a table, and your and I, someone will sit there and uh, sell your book. Oh, that's great! Yeah, and then did we give you a time frame? Are you going to speak for thirty minutes, which I'm sure you can do? Yeah, I think it'll. I think it's around forty five with questions. 
Oh, very good. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, we'll make sure. I was delighted to hear this and I thought, oh, this is great news. Where has he been? Where have you been? <laughs> I don't, I'm speaking at a couple of local Rotary clubs uh, in just a, a week or two. Well, oh. one in a couple of weeks and then one in about a month. But well, I'm all, I mean, I'm, I'm here most of the time if someone needs to get a hold of me. <laughs> and then how are the cows? Are they still with you in your, in your uh, current yeah. drawings? They, they revolve in and out, you know, so, you know, they're sometimes they're out to pasture. Sometimes they're, they're called for duty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good. Well, actually they are very important to all of us. Well, I'm, I'm glad I, if they're all, I, I don't discriminate against any animals here that, they typically get uh, pretty fair play. Who, whoever decides to pop up that day. Well, do you community. wake up with these wonderful thoughts as, as soon as you wake up, or do you have to have a little coffee first? Oh, I wish it was that easy. <laughs> it's a rare day when I wake up with them, and it's a very happy day because it takes the stress out of it. Uh, but no, a lot of time I'm sitting at the same desk that my parents gave me probably 45 years ago, this ancient drafting table. And this is where I sit and hit my head against the drawing board <laughs> over and over and over again until an idea comes out. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Lee Rubin, of course, who is our local artiste, celebrity, young man. Did I hit everything good there? Well, I don't know if you ever mentioned the name of the cartoon. Rubes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> kind of kind of important a little bit of well thank you i thought everybody knew that it's rubes well it's rubes and that's uh, that's the yeah well you know also your uh, little your little bunny rabbits are very comical yeah you know i'm thinking of bringing the 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 photo op one to the the rotary um event what do you think you can stick your head it's the one that's on the cover of the book right i think that would be a great idea actually yeah see this one see just that one, yeah. See, where is it? Where is it? It's right here. Okay. See? Hey, I've got one too. I know. It, it's a lovely book. My gosh, my, my mom always said the best gift you could ever receive would be a, is a book. Hollowed out with money is is good too. <laughs> yeah, I forgot that part. <laughs> so, are you going to be going out of state anytime soon? Are you going to Rochester to Henrietta anytime soon? I, I will. You- uh, yes, I will in April. I'll be going back there. I have a number of classes and some meetings and and I have a lot of friends there. <laughs> we had a lot of friends over the years, which is terrific. Well, you're the one who actually brought that to their attention, correct? Brought which, what? Brought what you're doing to their attention or did, or did they come and get you? Um, a little bit of both. I, I did events there for the newspaper many, many times. And then uh, I did speak at the college a number of times. Uh, but it just so happened. I got a call from the Dean of Liberal Arts in 2019. His friend is a friend of mine. And he recommended that give this guy a call. He'd be really fun to have and at uh, on, the, on the campus. And uh, it's worked out really well. I'm super happy about it it's a very lovely campus if you if anyone goes online and takes a look at it it's really homey i call it because it's it has such beautiful trees and flowers and really pretty buildings really and they keep adding buildings (laughs) oh that's always a good sign isn't it yeah this huge performing arts center they're building there as well as this big maker space called the shed which i cannot remember what it doesn't it's not a shed (laughs) 
Okay. It's a Ladies big building, gentlemen. much bigger than a shed. Oh, but they still call it the shed. Yeah, it's an, an acronym. That's all right. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Lee Rubin, creator of Rubes. And we'll be right back. We have to take a short break. Thank you very much. This is the Pismo Beach Today Show on News Talk 920 and FM 96.5 KVEC. Stay tuned for more with your host, Anita Shower, next. Now, back to the Pismo Beach Today Show on News Talk 920 and FM 96.5 KVEC. Here's your host, Anita Shower. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for staying with us. This is the Pismo Beach Today Show, and our guest today is Lee Rubin, creator of Rubes Cartoons. We all know that. And we want to thank our sponsors, Dr. Electric, Miss Etiquette, Diamond Jewelry and Loan, Jim Dritzis, Bruce Van Vork, The Cop Dental Group, Pismo Dice with Pat McCann, Sierra Body Shop, A Royal Grandy Home and Garden, Doug McMillan, the Natural Toolbox with Roxy Buchanan, Couts' Chevron, Elizabeth Head Insurance Services, Brenda R. Real Estate, Splash Cafe, The Grocery Outlet in Arroyo Grande, Kevin 76 Station, and Kristen Becker, Certified Divorce Coach. Thank you very much. So when you were just a child, you really were introduced into the world of advertising because of your parents. Is that correct? You've done your research. Yes, of course I have. <laughs> um, yeah, um, uh, that was, uh, yeah, my dad was, a uh, one of those New York city madmen <gasps> for, for reals, but he said it was not like the show. Why? He didn't have that kind of a suit. No, he did. I've got some fantastic pictures of him with fedora, beautiful, beautiful I mean, clothes. Like a, yeah. Early 1950 shots of him Gosh. when he was, how old was he born in 23? So he was not, he was like 30 plus yeah. 30. Yeah, handsome guy. He got all the looks in the family, apparently. But no, he was president of the advertising uh, oh, club nice. for men and women of New York City. At the and they had, you know, they invited guest speakers. One of which was Hugh Hefner, pitching his new magazine. Oh my gosh! <laughs> it's pretty, uh, pretty, pretty interesting stuff. The guy that uh, started Diners Club, uh, and and it was kind of funny because I thought, well, who's ever going to charge their food on a credit card? Yes, and I believe that was the first one, wasn't it? Uh, yep. And That's right. Around. I, I think uh, Discover owns them. Uh, but I just thought that was funny. I, why, Dad, why do you invest in those companies? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> do you have your father's photos readily available uh, in, the, not, in, the, uh, in the beautiful suit with the I, I, It would take me a few minutes to bring them up. I do have them on this computer, but. Yeah, I'd be fumbling around. Gosh, yeah. that that's really history, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You want me to try, I'll bring it up, but I don't want to, you know, I know. You could bring it to the conference. Oh, that I would could. be fine. So me. then you helped your parent. you kind of helped your parents with that advertising business, didn't you? Uh, well, my, my we moved out in, in 1960. My brother had some health issues, which cleared up because he came out here. Uh, you know, better weather. And of course. Uh, he did get back in advertising um, and went through a number of jobs, you know, different advertising because 
you know, uh, like uh, there were some stores that are no longer in existence. Uh, <laughs> uh, but he worked for Max Factor for a number of years, the cosmetics company, uh, which maybe you've heard of. I, you know, it, I, I don't really hear about them anymore, but uh, they were they were big. Oh, big. yes. Max Factor is still around. And uh, we credit Max Factor. He's the one that came up with the uh, the ladies powder room. That Did was, his, well, I, that was his idea. Well, he started the whole makeup in Hollywood thing. And there's a museum for him down in Hollywood. My dad would take us down there and look at all the funny people on Hollywood Boulevard. They're still there. Um who is but Max the, funny, the funny people oh, yeah yeah they're funny people maybe different ones but they're still funny uh but it was it was great but uh max factor got bought out so he started a, a printing company uh, a little a small you know mom and pop print shop which i worked at our excellent the whole family did for i did for 21 years well isn't that just such an interesting business there's so much to it when you say oh a printing company well what does that mean well, certainly machinery well, it's a family mom and pop operation. So, you know, you run the presses, sweep the floors, do layout and paste up right. and graphics, uh, run. I ran a press. Uh, you do whatever you have to do at the, you know, our stellar customer service. You know, uh, Very good. <laughs> our snappy uniforms. My brother and I had lots of fun making fun of our snappy uniforms, which were really just ripped up T-shirts and jeans. It was the 70s, you know. Yes. <laughs> um, but, I, it, you know, I got to say that really gives you the work ethic. You know, you're working for your parents. My mom and dad were terrific bosses, though. Yeah. So it was great. Was there always the smell of ink? Ink and solvent. Oh, people yes. Would, that's uh, that's people, also lovely, isn't it? People would walk into the shop and go, you know, almost gasp, like, you guys are breathing that all day long? <laughs> uh, and it's like, breathing what? You don't even notice it after a while. Oh my god! Well, nobody <laughs> fell over, correct? Uh, now I remember sometimes the uh, like a paper would shoot up into the rollers and it would get all over the place. Like it would it would go into like it would be ripped into a million little shreds, and so you'd have to hand clean every roller on the press, and you'd stick your head underneath to do it, and you'd get a whiff of that, and then you. Pass out. Probably get a little high from the stuff. It, you know, I'm sure we violated every EPA regulation in the, you know, we didn't wear gloves. I mean, it was before all that. It was very odd. Um, yeah, no, no masks, right? No, oh, nothing no, over. No, 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 no. no. So uh, now I suppose when you're walking down the street in an industrial area, you can smell solvent. Oh, I think anybody could smell solvent. <laughs> Yes, but it was it was a great training round, and that that got me my start into uh, cartooning because I didn't want to do that forever, which is probably a good thing. Well, did you know when you had this ability, this ability to draw? I mean, it's uh, they're all very easily detected what you draw. You know what it is, but to do it, how do you do it time and time again? Practice, practice, practice. Thank you. <laughs> uh, no, I didn't. I, 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 I didn't know. I mean, I knew I wanted to be an artist from the time I was a little kid. But how do you do that? Um, how well, who did you... you tell first? Did you tell your mother or your father? I didn't. I don't think I told anyone. I just loved to draw. You know, I just and I had a little character that I drew throughout elementary, junior high, high school into college. With was, it the, was it the cow? Uh, no, it was a little 
character uh, based on the Popeye character called the Goon. Actually, my dad showed me how to draw it or his version of it. Alice oh. the Goon from Goon Island in the my dad was a huge comics fan. You know, re, you know, reading oh wow comic strips, you know, all the way back when what was the guy, the mayor of New York, read it to the crowds of people because there was a newspaper strike. La Fiorella uh, Fiorella LaGuardia. They you know, I heard they they named him after an airport. Yeah, that's what they did, all right. Yeah. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> he sure had a lovely name, though, didn't he? He did, yeah. But he read the comics online because there was a newspaper strike, which probably didn't thrill the newspapers there at the time. But uh, it was, yeah. So, I mean, that's my dad showed me that. So I guess I have to blame them for this. Blame your parents. It's the easiest thing in the world to do. And what did your siblings think of this? Did they think that you were... Vincent Van Gogh all over again? No, they had their own versions of this character. Oh, I see. Yeah, and my my brother is 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 a musician, but he he um okay, he wasn't a little league, but then when the Beatles came out, that suddenly changed the direction of his life. Uh, <laughs> oh, I bet it did, didn't it? Uh, yes. Uh, my sister, everybody wanted. My sister was doing clowns at parties or mimes. God forbid. Uh, and, but I guess she, she wised up too. She really wised up. <laughs> she left it all together. Well, <laughs> yeah. oh, she's still, still very artistic. Yeah. You should see the stitches she puts in those animals. You know, they're, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. Probably just perfect. Yeah. She's good. Right. From the petite stitch to the one that really needs. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's a bit of the history there, but it was, you know, I, I, the advertising arts was a natural thing for me to go into. And I did enjoy the year and a half I spent at college. That was so, enough. Well, you know, I never said I wasn't going to go back and now look, I have gone back. Yes, you have. Congratulations. <laughs> no one says that you have to do it all in sync. You well, just have to do it. That's that's true. I, what I'm doing is actually non-credited. I I'm pretty sure. Oh well, maybe you haven't you haven't <laughs> talked to anybody about what you've done and how that applies to the credits. Oh, they know. <laughs> <laughs> so when you arrive on campus, is it well known that you are there? Uh, well, yeah. There's not like a brass band or anything. Uh, uh, the first year there was a very nice dinner uh, with a, a lot of the folks, and it was just lovely and uh now it's you know i set up all the classes i reach out to the different professors or administrators uh to see who would like me to visit their classes uh if there's any uh public events they'd like me to do that sort of thing and usually i end up doing about 10 classes in one public event for the week that i'm there which is a lot of classes and public events <laughs> No, that's quite a bit. Yeah, but it's great. It's it's just it's wonderful. There's so much energy, you know, uh, and so many talented students. It's amazing how talented these students are, and they do it digitally, and and the traditional way. But it's amazing. Well, digital digitally <laughs> must be quite different from what you're used to. So was, was that hard to get a grasp on? Well, I don't do on digitally. I still use. Like, you know, I use a two-sided pencil 
Yeah. I'm too lazy to sharpen, so I just turn it around the other way. Oh, see. I have to be careful not to poke myself in the eye, though. Yeah, of course. But uh, but when you watch them work and do their cartoons, is it an amazing feat to you? It's, it's pretty spectacular. Like, how do you do that so quickly? You know, with the, they have the, the, you know, drawing tablets that are huge, gorgeous and yeah, I mean, there's, you know, medical illustration, you know, you know, the, when you go to your doctor's office, you see uh, in detail, you know, cutaway versions of your body or any or anybody, you know, a body, uh, depending on the doctor you go to. And that has to be accurate. <laughs> and it's <laughs> and they can do that digitally or by hand. It's just how do you, you get you get that good? Well, when you talk to them, is this something they've been doing ever since they were children? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't think that people draw your innards. No, <laughs> I'm, I believe that's part of the art courses, certainly at San Jose State. That I do know. Medical illustration? Right. I mean, I didn't know that was a field I, I until uh, 2018. Well, and somebody's I, doing that. So A lot of people are doing that. It's, it's, it's impressive. Now, what do you do when a child is born with the heart on the other side? Do they do those drawings as well? I'm sure they do. You know, Gosh. anytime you would see an illustration, uh, I mean, I'm, I pay much more attention to it whenever I go to any doctor's office now, which I really try to avoid. I haven't been able to entirely avoid that. But when I. <laughs> well, when certainly I that, there's a cartoon hiding in there somewhere. Oh, yeah. Well, the well, this is what kind of it threw me into the lion's den. The first class that I had to visit in 2018 as the cartoonist in residence was a medical illustration class and i said to the professor what can i possibly offer these students what i know nothing about this and he goes well what you do is really unusual and, and different and your humor can bring so much to an area and he told me about a friend of his who did a very talented medical illustrator and he applied for a job at some university and he didn't get the job and he wanted to know why he didn't get the job because someone else had turned in their resume, which was also apparently stellar, but with a cartoon that he drew on it. <laughs> so I thought, Oh, okay. Okay. I think I can work with this. Yeah. I have it now. Thank you for that insight. Correct. Yeah. 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 It was, uh, it was, it was very cool. So I came up with a cartoon of my own medical illustration uh, that I shared, it was published the day of that class, and it was uh, it was terrific. Oh, worked out. Gosh, well, are they all enthralled with you and your knowledge and your humor? I don't know about the enthralled part, but if I can get them to laugh, you know, you get somebody to laugh, they'll start paying attention. Yes, but see, you're you're a guest artist. Yeah, that has to mean something. Yeah, they don't have to do the regular work. Very good. <laughs> There's, <laughs> the humor. Break. <laughs> There's the humor. Yeah. <laughs> and are these classes eight-hour classes? Uh, no, no, I think the longest one is, I don't stay the whole time typically, but uh, the classes can go from 50 minutes to two or two and a half hours, I think for sure two hours. There and are it's, it's conversation and drawing, is that correct? Conversation, drawing, and I put together presentations and I we do some exercises of uh, coming up with something on the spur of the moment just to, you know, think like a cartoonist. I read that somewhere. Oh, let me see. I like that. 
That's saw, quite good. <laughs> I saw it in a book. Yeah, it uh, looks like a, it looks like it could yeah. be a book title. One of the, one of the, well, one of the tricks of of that I use for creativity or techniques is I teach two different things that have nothing to do with each other. Try to find a common thread between them and create something funny out of that. So something completely unexpected. So that's the recipe. Well, that's one. Doesn't always work, but then you got to try stuff. It's you know, most of the time, it's it's R and D. Okay. Figure it out. I don't know what I'm going to do. I really, I sit down at the desk. I do not know what I'm going to do every day. For the oh, most, that's a true statement. That's absolutely true. That's why when I wake up with an idea, it's a gift. <laughs> it's a. It's and idea. so when you wake up with an idea, is it from the day before that something happened, or is it just fresh? It could be from the day before, or it could be just some weird thought I had in the middle of the night, which I keep my phone by me so I can send me an email. I, could, I used to use a little tape recorder, but I could never understand what I said. You know, I'd have to transcribe it, and I'd play it 50 times. I still don't understand you know, yes. what I said. So I, the phone is much better <laughs> for that. Well, are there are there apps that these that these students use? Uh, what I mean, how do they sit down and start drawing? Oh, well, they they just sit down at their either tablet or pencil and paper or pens and paper and. They'll just start drawing. I'll, I'll do a little presentation and I'll give them some cues like here, do uh, what do rats and rent have in common? You, know, you find the find the similarity. I already have a cartoon like that. So that's why I. it's kind of sometimes. I mean, the whole trick is you're working backwards. OK, here's how I have this idea. I got to work backwards. How can I make this work and surprise people? And it's got to be funny and it's got to be short. And it's there's a lot of qualifications. Uh, but the, well, it, you know, they're not getting graded on these. This is more just a, a, an exercise in creativity. Do we all have creativity inside of us? I think so. I think it's just got to be tapped. And and I mean that's that's the if if I can do a cheap plug again, that's what this is about. <laughs> that's uh, it's because you're, I just say thinking like a cartoonist, but it's really thinking like a creative. If your job depends on you coming up with something creative every day, you have to develop some discipline and some tools to make that happen. And then does that catch on in inside a person quickly? I think it all depends on the individual. Most of the, I would say, students there are pretty creative. Now, I did call when I was calling some people for this book to... Um, some people said, oh, I, I'm not a creative type. And I, I kind of said, how do you not, how can, how can you have lived for decades and not be creative? I, I, it, it, it astounds me that the, uh, not everybody contributed clearly out of the 150 people I called. Some people ghosted me. Go figure. They don't want me bugging them anymore. I don't blame them. Oh but my I mean, gosh. <laughs> but, but typically that's, that's how, uh, that's, I think everybody has creativity. How do you, again, how do you not exist? If you're given a problem to deal with and you don't know how to deal with it, you have to, you have to do a workaround somehow, or you're, you know, everybody's got a boss or somebody, or you're married to something. You need to do something. You have to fix or solve something. How do you do that? You have to be creative. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't have to be a grand 
a grand, you know, I just changed the world. It's got to be something to solve an issue right then or or thought in, in, in your own domestic life or I mean, there's some very funny stories in there. Coupled by Rotarians, by the way, local <laughs> Rotarians. Dave and Maggie Cox and uh, oh yes, of course, Bill Pucciarelli. Yeah, yeah, just wanted to mention that. <laughs> very good. We will see them soon. Yes. Gosh, that's great. Really? You Had I known, I would have called you. I didn't think, you know, after 150 people, I kind of. That's right. I'll be on your next list. Next list. That's right. <laughs> I'm a very patient person. Good. And good. so of all the animals that you do, do you have a favorite animal that you enjoy? Well, cows are pretty prominent there. Yeah. Uh, but really any animal that that makes the joke work, that makes the gag work best. Uh, you know, cows don't always work. <laughs> yeah, you know, I got all sorts of wildlife, you know, and domestic. Of course, I love dogs, but sometimes a dog isn't going to, isn't the right comedian for the job. Sometimes a cat is. And sometimes, often a cat can be, yes. There's... Well, cats are very, cats are really unique in, in my opinion. They're still wild and you get... If you're lucky, you get one to care for. Yeah, I have not. I know I'm going to, you probably hate me for this. I've never had a cat. It's oh, that's okay. I know where you live. Okay. Well, don't, I don't think like there was, I do have them in the backyard that catch gophers though. And I love them for that. Oh, that's good. That means you treat them nicely with treats. Well, I, I just let them do their thing. Yes. <laughs> well, well, they have that instinct. Yeah, they don't need any training. That's for no, sure. No, I, I don't know. Is it the is it the catch and play instinct? If I catch this, and I can play with this. Well, they, they don't know. They're kind of feral around here, or at least yeah. partially feral. They don't bring them to my doorstep. Oh, they don't. Well, no. then they they haven't quite given you that kind of love yet. That's okay. Let let them do their thing. Let them run wild and free. I, yeah. So did you ever draw with pen and ink and then you just decided you preferred pencil? Well, every drawing starts out in pencil. All right. And then what do you do? I use pen and ink. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and then I clean it up with an eraser and then I scan it into a computer, which, you know, in the olden days, you'd have to mail all your originals into the syndicate so they could reproduce them and then send them out to the various oh. publications. That was intense. Email is wonderful because it saves you a ton of money. <laughs> you don't have to pay for shipping and well, you can work that much closer to the deadline. Well, then yeah. it, you know, it also saves you time. Time and money is what we all have. That is right. That wow. Is, so it's uh that has changed things dramatically and you can clean things up more you know, a little tighter if you want or tighten. If you see something in a drawing when it's enlarged, you would never get that if you're using the regular pen and ink, which maybe is fine too. Nobody ever complained before. <laughs> so. Ladies and gentlemen, you're listening to Lee Rubin, our local cartoonist. You remember Rubes. Rubes is still around. It's still in the Tribune and the Santa Maria Times. That's right. By the way. We all look for it. First thing, we it's not the sports section we go after, it's you. Well, sports is after me. What I someone once told me that the two most honest parts of a newspaper are the comics and the sports section. That's right. So I don't know about the sports. The comics are pretty honest, though. 
<laughs> well, that's what comes out is your creativity and your honesty. I hope so. I hopefully the the funny part is really what I want to come out. <laughs> well, you are funny. <laughs> Don't think you aren't. You are very funny, and you can do it so quickly. Uh, not quick enough sometimes, but thank you. I do appreciate that. I had a good teacher, my dad. <laughs> and you always let him know that, correct? He was a funny, yeah, we, we quote him often. My brother and my sister and myself quote his Stan, his name was Stan, his Stanisms. And uh, they're, they're pretty funny. And they annoyed the life out of my mom, so. Well, is that going to be a book? <laughs> Probably not. They would be too... You'd have to do too much explanation to, to understand where that would come from. You couldn't just do a one-liner in a cartoon? Yeah, what is that book? There was a book that some guy did about that or was on Twitter years ago uh, when it used to be Twitter. Some, some uh, ex, uh, nasty word my father said or something. It was God, a, that's a good one. <laughs> Well, I mean, he, he, I can't say the word here, but you know, we have deleted, but my father said, but it was, but yeah, no, I mean, well, it's, it's, I don't think they're going to, I don't think they're going to do a book of those. When did you hit uh, Wikipedia? Do you know when that happened? No. Well, that's an honor. Is it? I, you know, I, I, I'm afraid to look sometimes. I don't know. I know it's there. It's there. It's pages and pages. Congratulations. Really? Oh, yeah. great. Now what do they know? <laughs> with with all your books and a beautiful photo of you from 2011. Oh, we got to update that. I like the, the picture on the back of the book is, it, it needs to yeah. change. <laughs> oh, I don't know. You look darn good. You look terrific. So are you, are you up with all the social media business? Is it, is, does it, is it helpful to you? Uh, it can be, it keeps you connected to, to folks. Yeah. I mean, I do have accounts on people want to find me. I'm at Rube's cartoons. Uh, you know, a, at, on all of them. You always kept it. Well, you kept that very simple. Had, yeah. I, what else am I going to do? I want people to find me if they want to find me, except for bill collectors. I don't want them to find me. And we want to thank Dr. Electric, Miss Etiquette, Diamond Jewelry and Loan, Jim Dritzis, Bruce Van Vork, the Cop Dental Group, Pismo Dice, Sierra Body Shop, a Royal Grandy Home and Garden, Doug McMillan, the Natural Toolbox, Couch's Chevron, Elizabeth Head Insurance Services, Brenda Our Real Estate, Splash Cafe. Kevin 76 station and Kristen Becker. Thank you very much. Is there any of that social media that you find to be annoying or, and do you like to text? I do text. Okay. Um, I mean, uh, but I, I, it's only annoying when it gets nasty. Oh, very good. Thank yeah. you for that. I don't, I don't do nasty. I mean, nasty, nasty, not nasty. There's two definitions there. I'm going <laughs> mean let's put it that way or combative that i won't tolerate that oh no that's not your demeanor at all no it's not it's not not how i roll and we want to thank you very much for being with us i wish i had another hour with you maybe it'll happen you know you'll see me at the rotary <laughs> i will see you there ladies and gentlemen we had uh, lee rubin with us and who is the creator of rubes and uh, it's been more than a pleasure it certainly has been a quite a few years, but uh, you're just as spunky as ever. Oh, thank you. 
I'll keep this bunk coming here. Very good. And thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening. And we want to thank our sound engineer. And we'll see all of you next week. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks. Thanks, Jim. Thanks, Anita. You're welcome. You've been listening to the Fismo Beach Today Show with Anita Schauer on News Talk 920 and FM 96.5 KVEC. For comments, questions, and to hear this broadcast in its entirety, find the podcast at 920kvec.com. The 920KVEC Podcast Network is presented by the Slow County Real Estate Podcast with House Swayze. Up-to-date information on the local real estate market on your time. New episodes weekly at the podcast link at 920KVEC.com and wherever you get your podcasts. California DRE 01111911.